0: Hello dear listeners, welcome to Actong Milball. This is a bit of a, a disclaimer, to be absolutely honest with you listeners. I recorded the conversation that you're about to hear with John Rankin yesterday, early early evening after the friendly match. Um, I actually tested positive for COVID last night where my wife did a test on me and it came out very strongly positive. Um, and I must admit, I'm gonna be up front. Um, the, I had the game on the on the screen. Uh, my attention span was severely limited. I'm feeling a bit more human today. So I'm going to try and edit the conversation that John and I had into something that I hope is coherent. Um, do tell me if I was coherent or not. Um, but it's just a bit of a bit of a heads up, disclaimer, whatever you want to call it, that uh, I was in the grip of forces beyond my control yesterday afternoon when I spoke with John Rangi, big thank you to John incidentally, for joining me. Um, this is the level of dedication we have on this show to get something out to you. I hope it's worth listening to, though. Uh, thank you to Matt Webb as well for the post-match message that he sent to me. So am going to cut over now to here, John and myself, in conversation about Mills' win 2-0 at the Priestfield Stadium over Gillingham in the Friendly. You're listening to Acton Law
1: broadcasting from the beautiful South Birmingham. Except no sun.
0: Hello dear listeners, in the spite of a lifelong aversion to friendly football listeners, today I bought a stream, a £5 stream to watch Gillingham play Millwall this afternoon, 2-0 win for the Lions. Um, It was very much a (laughs) pre-season match and uh, it reinforced every single prejudice I've got against going to friendlies. Um, But joining me to discuss um, the the pre-match events, and this is probably the more important part of today's game, and then obviously the game itself, such as we can, is Mr. John Rankin. Well well done for going today, John. How are you, mate?
2: Yeah, I'm good. And uh, me and my son drove over there uh, from Hastings, where we live, and uh, cross-country. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you know, the football wasn't great. It was a, um, it just was a workout, if you like. But it gave, it, yeah, it gave us a chance to look at some players, Alex Mitchell and um, Akoli and 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 the uh, left wing back um, is it Edmund? Yeah. Ab- Brian
0: um, Brian SA. I, mean, yeah, I, I SA. A few that I thought stood
2: so, out. Yeah, so we can talk um, about them, you know, um, later. Well, it's nice nice to get back to football, John. I mean, you know, we, we're going to
0: touch on the the John Barrelson tributes before the game because obviously it dominates um, dominates things at the moment at, at the Den. Um, but I, I thought it was, if nothing else, um, it felt pleasantly familiar. I mean I've tuned into the stream today, but you're just getting back into some degree of normality again and to get back to watching some football, mate. I mean, how did you how did you um see the uh you know the, the, the pre match stuff? I thought it was done very well by both clubs in fairness, Gillingham and Millwall.
2: Yeah, I thought it was excellent. You know, I I thought it was really excellent. It was it wasn't over the top. What was no. nice was that the um the the uh the voiceover guy from Gillingham the compare said, "We're not going to have a minute silence because Millwall feel that that should be reserved in a special place for their first home game of the season." So that's but, interesting. Yeah. yeah, it was nice the way he said it. And he said, "So don't you know?" He said, "I just want to send it out to Millwall fans that we're not going to do that." He said, "Neil and uh, Gary are going to bring out some rosettes. Clap when you want to, and you know there was a bit of singing, and it was it was a nice." It was it was nice. It was the Millwall family just sort yeah. of coming together and saying hello, and uh, you know just saying we're all here for each other. There were some nice moments with the players as well. I mean, one of my particular favourite players is George Honeyman, as you know. And yeah, uh, absolutely. They were, yeah. they were passing the ball around, and and you know there wasn't a, all the crowd hadn't turned up, and he caught my eye and I waved out to him, and he waved back, you know, and, and it was a nice mm. moment to me and uh, just say, right, here we are again. We're all silly. We've had a big loss. We've had a tragic loss of a fantastic yeah. chairman, possibly the best yeah. post-war chairman, you know, uh, we've had post-Second World War. And uh, But we're here, and we're going to carry on. Um, you know, and we're, we're all together. We all have our arguments and our ups and downs, but we're all family at the end of the day. Um, we're here for the, you know, the best club in the world. One
0: hundred percent. Well said. Well said, John. I mean, I I was watching the stream, listeners. It was a strange kind of combined effort between the Dillingham TV service and Max of Millwall. He, uh, incidentally, Max, if you're listening, mate, I thought you presented very well today and the pre-match videos, which you wouldn't have seen, John, but um, very nicely done. Uh, featuring tributes to to John Barros and interviews with um with uh, Neil Harris, um, stalwart of Millwall, Millwall <coughs> history, of course, mm. and and Gary Rowett. And then, as as, as we've said, you know, the, the, the kind of production of the Reef as the two teams came out, I thought that was all very, very nicely done. Hats off to both Gillingham FC and, and Millwall, obviously, for for what they did there. Um, these games, I, I, I know why I never liked them, John, because you get like an aimless sense of, um, it's like going to the gym and watching someone work out on the on the on the bikes or something you know It's it, there was two different lineups first half lineup and then a second half lineup um but i do i do think that we saw some interesting it wasn't brilliant but it wasn't the the worst game i've ever seen but we did see some standout performance i think roman essay if we didn't know it already john is, is clearly been touched by the uh the hand of god i think he's got real potential this boy
2: yeah i'd agree with that entirely I mean, he's only seventeen as well, so and it's so silly. Seventeen,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah, he looked—you looked,
2: know—he looked strong on the ball. Yeah. Um, he didn't get knocked off the ball easy. Plenty of time. Um, was always looking for a creative pass. always looking to move the ball forward. He played quite deep as well. He came. I was noticing how deep he was coming. He was acting like this sort of Johan Cruyff pivot. You know, a very yeah. deep number ten picking the ball up. Um, yeah. And uh, oh yeah, he's he's he, he's first team squad. You know, he's all, all got
0: that. the touch. Um, first half team. Let's read out the first half lineup for listeners. It was Bart Bielkowski, uh, Murray Wallace, Jake Cooper, uh, Nisbet. This is not in any particular. was just how they publish it on the on the on Twitter. Nisbet's first uh, side. Is it what's his name? Darren Nisbet? Not Darren Nisbet, is it? Kevin. It Kevin. Kevin Nisbet. Darren Nisbet was a, ch- a children's TV star. I, You're I thinking of
2: Reb C Nisbet. Rebson
0: Kevin Nisbet, um, who scored the first goal in the penalty in the first half. Billy Mitch, uh, Tom Bradshaw, uh, Joe Bryan was his first. Is it Joe Bryan? Joe, yes. Joe Bryan. Duncan Watmore, uh, Remar, SA. Uh, Alex Mitchell was interesting to see and also George Honeyman. So then we had a a swap over at half-time. I thought we looked better in the first half. Um, John, without ever really, really extending ourselves, uh, neither side really um, were going at it 100%, but I, I don't remember too much um, from the Gillingham side of matters, whereas we obviously did have a few chances actually, um, as well as the penalty on, on 25, there was a, um, a couple of decent saves by their goalkeeper through the first half um, large, large chunks though of workout, I suppose I saw the best way I can put it in that first half
2: yeah, I'd agree with that. Very, very much a training match. I think Alex Mitchell looked good. Yeah, very assured on the ball. Um, very confident. What more stood out for me as well? Duncan, what You mentioned the same. Yeah, Roman SA. yeah.
0: Um,
2: and uh, Joe Brian was a little bit quiet. Didn't really see much from him to be honest with you. Uh, but Rowett was playing a three at the back uh, with two wing backs, so he yeah, had George, George Honeyman playing as a right wing-back, but very high. And Joe Bryan, very high.
0: Hmm. Uh, and
2: then he had, he had um, Alex Mitchell, Jake Cooper and Murray Wallace as a, as three centre-backs. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I couldn't really fathom out what was going on in that respect. Uh, but SA looked good. But, yeah, I mean, you had Nisbet and Bradshaw up front. Not sure whether they know how to work with each other yet. Uh, that, that, no, that,
0: they've got to build an understanding, haven't they? I yeah,
2: think. yeah, that'll come. Uh, you know, a couple of free matches, and they'll know when to run off. And I mean, what we're looking for really is Nisbet to nod it down or hold it up for Bradshaw to run onto and score in the box, don't we? You know, so that's, I think we're looking for that sort of arrangement.
0: Yeah, just looking at my notes, I did make a few notes for your listeners. Uh, a shot on eleven minutes from might as well saved by the the Jules goalkeeper. Um, this disallowed goal in 15. That was a nice little run by Ramon Essay. I think he just took it over the uh the byline as he crossed back mm. in for um Tom Bradshaw to, to slot home. And then, then the penalty, which was really nicely taken, John. Um, it was yeah. you know, yeah. first, first sight of, of, of uh, Kevin this bit, but I thought he took it really well. Top right hand corner, the kind of penalties I like. None of this um panenka business, you know, it's, it's blasted
2: high in the top corner. That's that's what you want. For me, yeah, exactly. That's the way to take them, Alan Shearer, you know, that way, yeah. Um, yeah, it was good, you know, good all round. Um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't going to be cut and thrust, you don't really want your players going out there, uh, no. pulling the hamstring, do you, and stuff like that. So, you know, um, no, it, was, it was minutes in the legs, as, as the saying goes nowadays,
0: yeah. I mean, speaking before the game, Gary Rowett did, and Neil Harris actually said, and during his, his uh, interview that They wouldn't be playing the mm. same players. For, they, no one will be doing a full ninety. It will be two teams of, of forty-five. Yeah. I think Honeyman went out injured, didn't he? In in the first half, he yeah, to yeah, take him take him lock. Lock. yeah. Um, and Danny Mack came in, but he they employed, I think, impromptu rolling subs to bring Alex Mitchell back on again later on in the in the second half once Danny had done his,
1: his mm.
0: uh, stint. Yeah, uh, sec- second half lineup: Jules Long, Danny Mac, uh, Sean Hutchinson, Joel Jevons, Zian Fleming, Ryan Leonard. Andreas Vogel Summer. Aidomo Imaku. That was quite impressive. Imaku, John.
2: Uh what it the, yeah, the second half was more interesting. Imaku uh did really well. Scored a scored a goal. Nicely finished purely, goal. Yeah, yeah, and purely through physical presence. Yeah. Um, now the other two lads, um, is it Oloku, A Lockuli?
0: A- K- a- so we got Imaku, we've got Jules Savile, then we've got uh Chinacoli. And I think his name is pronounced uh, Malachi. Adam Malakai. I think that's yeah, called that, it Malachi, Malachi, was thinking, yeah.
2: The wing back. Yeah. Very, very good, good player. Coley, who we saw at the under-21s. We did. Yeah. And we all raved about, he's not ready for it yet. You could see that. Big
0: step up. I, I was struck by mm-hmm. that because I thought he would really be a prospect. Uh, and
2: He's not it, quite ready. It.
0: Yeah, No, it's, it's a big step up. It's physically harder. Um, yeah. And I think that might be a bit of a... A um, wake up call for him because he wants to take the next uh, next step, and he, I think he's got the capability, but he needs to he needs to get bigger, he needs to be stronger.
2: Yeah, um, he got he, bull- like, he got bullied off the ball quite a few times. Didn't yeah, he? caught in Cut possession, bullied off the ball, but that that will come. That's just you know, um, I, I think a couple of games at a higher level, and he'll, he'll soon you know raise his game to sort that out. Cause he's a big lad as well, and I think he just yeah
0: caught
2: he caught him by surprise. The, you know, that the, the opposition attacker would be sucked in his face so aggressively, you know, and I think it just caught him by surprise. Uh, so he'll adjust. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of the new talent looked good, looked you know, not out of the depth.
0: No, I thought so. Uh, I think Gillingham that the uh, they had a, a, a Max doing the Millwall comment, and they, he was teamed with a, a Gillingham um, matchdown answer, I think they said he was can't think of his name, but he said that a lot of the second half Gillingham side were youngsters. Um, who would see this as a, a big shot, big chance because it did get a bit um, more physical. I thought from the Gillingham side as the game went along mm. without any real threat. Uh, it was a good save on 65. I've got here, uh, George Long uh, after a bit of naivety by, by Chinnacoli. Actually, I think he got pushed off. That yep. might have been what we've got to that John. Yep. Uh, But good save by George Long. Um, And then uh, the goal on 86, which was a beautiful finish, actually. I think that, um, you know, we we, we wondered for a long while what to make of him, We haven't seen him yet, but I think on today's um, showing, I'd hope to see him again, because I think he's got the the magic ingredient, the factor X. You know, he looks like he's got it.
2: Well, will he be the Tyler Bury replacement next season? (laughs) Because obviously Tyler's going where he's going. I mean, it's a shame but Will yeah. Emaku be the impact sub that comes on and and uh, just causes, causes mayhem, you know, because he, he looks to me like the sort of player that he's obviously fast, he's full of energy, yeah. and he, he, he can just disrupt and, you know, and really scare um, opposition defenders and, and put them under pressure. You know, he, he when he scored his goal, or just before he scored his goal, he had a strong yeah. ball penalty not given um, where... He took the ball. He the was
0: barged top. in the face, wasn't really. he? barged in the I, face. So.
2: We were right in line with it. We were, and, yeah. and we all went pen straight away. You know. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Um, what he he he's got this nice technique of when he, he the ball got played through to him, and rather than taking a touch, he just let the ball run and 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 you know without touching it and turned himself. Yeah. And that gives you immediate momentum. You know, players that can do that. They're already half a yard in front of the defender. And 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 he was turning the defender inside out. And in the end, I think the other guy just came across and and took him out. Um, And, you know, will he be... The, uh, the 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 super sub that replaces Tyler Bury next season that would well, be my that opinion.
0: would be very nice if it works out that way um, mm. yeah I mean the news in the week was that Tyler uh, I think it was a strangely written piece actually because Tyler is um, was training with the under twenty ones and is clearly on the uh, on the exit out from the den and um, Gary Rowett said words to the effect of he's, he's not going to be involved with the team because he wants to go and kind of, you've got a sense of um, as a postage on feeling is a little bit mutual now if a player don't want to play for you then he's, it's best off for all concern that he's gone which is a shame
1: yeah. that, um
0: some some romances never work in this life listeners do they um, so finish 2-0 um, funny things friend is John I, I, I've always been a bit wary of friends because you don't want to lose them you don't want to put too much effort into winning them. Um, and you go into them thinking the result, always thinking the result is unimportant. And at the same time, you don't want to get beat. So it's a very odd mix of... I mean, we won it today, so that's that's good news. But um, losing your friendlies can be depressing, can't it? I mean, it's got nothing to do with the league season once they begin. They're just odd odd things.
2: Well, I thought it was a very good result for Millwall. And I thought Millwall navigated it well. I'll tell you why. Yeah. Eh? because everything to lose and nothing to gain. You know, I was chatting to a Gillingham supporter as I was getting back in my car, because we parked around by the station. Nice old boy.
0: Yeah.
2: And he said, yeah. oh, I thought we, you know, we were gonna have a draw there in the second half. And I said, yeah, I said, scrappy old match, wasn't it? And he went, no, no. He said, oh, we well, was up for it and all that. And you forget that, you know, they're leagues <laughs> too. And, and we're championship and we just missed out on the playoff. So there's everything to lose from our point of view. And everything to gain from their point of view. If they have a good run, it sends out a, if they beat us, it sends out a lovely statement for the season. It gets the club up and on the front foot. And if we lose, it's like, oh, you know <laughs> Yes,
0: yeah, it's 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 a it's a downer. Um, it, it,
2: you know, it's, yeah. a, it's a it's a minefield and I, and I think it was an attractive football. Everyone was a bit bored. I mean it was a tough watch. But at the end of yeah. the day, you know, we got the job done and uh, we, you know... Not, minutes not, in not, the not, tank, yeah. as, as
0: the cliche has it. Um, yeah, it's just <laughs> funny you say, so, talking about the um, the difference in levels, the Gillingham uh, commentator with Max kept repeatedly going on about uh, teams of the calibre of Millwall and players at this championship level. And, you know, talking about the contrast with the League Two, um, you know, squad that Gillingham, Gillingham have and, and, and compete yeah. against. And you do tend to forget actually it is a real step up now the championship is um there's a bit of a gulf between that and, and the likes of league 2 and you did see it on occasions today because they were pretty um you know it was like like a like a, an fa cup tie in a, in a funny kind of way without quite the same amount of um you know oomph in in the in the fixture but it, it was an easy game to have fallen flat on your face so not to have done that no. i think is very good by Millwall. Um, I, I think that's probably the best best summary um I picked out a couple of a couple of posts from Twitter. John, I'm running past you, mate. Uh, Merv, Merv Payne says it's encouraging to see us put two strong championship quality teams out, um, first half and second half. Usually in these matches, one of them is a lot weaker, shows what a strong squad we have, when all fit. Nisbet looks lively, Brian's solid, and Imarcu's pace could be very useful. That's roughly what we've what we've said. I suppose I mean it's an interesting point by Merv there, because we've all it's become kind of um you know, commonly accepted uh, truth that we need to strengthen still. We probably do, but that was two, you know, two sides, first half and second half, that you could probably put into a championship situation. So to have that amount of resources at hand is is not a bad thing, is it?
2: No, I agree. And I, I mean, the only sort of caveat to that is, you know, I think we've got a person and we could do with, you know, obviously George Long was a bit, a bit of an issue last season. Maybe long yeah. Did well today. They played a good. Save. Well, and you know, can can he improve that aspect of his game? Because you know, um, because Juninum took a few long pots at him. You know, so they know he's a bit shaky on a long shot. Um, yeah, but yeah, you're dead right. Um, I think we have got strength in depth. It just depends how how we deploy our players. I think, and if we go back to the five-two-one-two, two, where you need those wing backs. I think that's yep. going to gonna leave us short again, because I don't think we've got them. You know, I think we've got, I think we need that back four. We need the two backs and the two central defenders, and a, a more packed midfield, you know, two wide midfielders who can play out on the wing, two yep. from the middle, and then a, 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 and two up front. It's not 4-4-2, four, four, it's, you know, it's, you can call it 4-1-2-1-2 one, two, one, two or something, you know, to avoid that. Oh, they're playing four four two, but I mean that's the, that's that's going to be the crucial thing for me because I you know um, that five at the back we've got the three, the, you know you've got these wing backs doing two roles. So a yes. lot to ask, a lot to ask for the likes of you know Danny Mac and uh, and Joe Bryan, you know.
0: Oh, this is why I'm glad I brought you on the show, John. Because I was I spent a fair chunk of the start of the second half trying to work out what formation we we're in. I, I must have rubbed out the uh, the, the names and and um, places about three or four times. I couldn't fathom out what we were doing, but mm-hmm. um, it all worked out in the end. And that's
2: <laughs> that's why I
0: asked John to come on because he, he can get straight to it. So, <laughs> well, if,
2: well, if you have this, if you have this five-two-one-two, two, right, which is what I'm supposed. To, so that's so that's three central defenders, two yeah. wing backs two holding midfielders so that's, that's Billy Mitchell and Jules Saville you're Zian Fleming who, you're number 10 then you two attackers you say well it's crucial that those wingers those backs, can actually play like wingers like Scott Malone could you know
0: yeah, yeah. Um,
2: they've got to be able to defend and they've got to be able to get forward and, and run down and play like a winger and it's a big ask it's a big ask and I don't think Danny Mac's quite there at the moment no, I'd
0: agree with that, I'd and I, with I, I'm that.
2: not sure. If, so, is is you know on paper it's a lovely system, you know, and, and it's it's one of the most popular systems in modern football. But boy, you need you know. I mean, even that kid at Liverpool, what's his name, um, Trent Alexander Arnold? He's he's, he's yes, yes. Like they put him in the midfield now, aren't they? And he's and he's he's much happier.
0: He's further forward now. And yeah, yeah. More. It's a,
2: it's a tough game. So I, I think you know. I mean, I think if you go for the, the the classic setup for Millwall, our best ever team, was a 4 2 4. You know, yeah. Terry Hurlock and Les Briley in the middle. And then you've got Jimmy Carter and Kevin O'Callaghan or, uh, yeah. O'Callaghan
0: the, on the other wing, yeah. Or yep. George Lawrence, yeah.
2: Yeah, like yeah. they were actually midfielders. They were yeah. classified, but we all know Jimmy Carter and Kevin were wingers. And then, and then, yeah. and then, and then you know. The uh, Batman and Robin down the middle, you know. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. And and, uh, and, and I, I, so that's the only thing that I, I think that's gonna sort of be the um, the make or break um, of our season. How, how we play and how we set up, you know. And is Gary Rowick, the the guy to uh, to do it to take the risk? He loves his five at the back, doesn't he? he you know he, he wants. He to, does he wants to play all the he- time, you know.
0: He does, he does. Um, there we are, there we are. I think we've probably rung every last drop out of that rather um bland game overall, but uh, a good win for the Lions, as, as we've said. John, I want to say a big thank you to you for coming on the show. Before I close, actually, I want to um close with this um post here. It's, it's gloriously over the top, listeners. It's from a guy called Ooh. Spiritual Gaza, way over it. the top. I love it, I love it, Spiritual. Uh, he says, "God, God, Ramon S A is moving the ball like Iniesta. What more is running at players like the 2012 Messi? Joe Bryan is running the line like Marcelo, and Nisbet is sticking away penalties like Harry Maguire. We are cooking," says spiritual guys. I want to have a pint of whatever he had before he went in, well, the, went in the ground. You know
2: what's not what's what's not to like about that tweet? I mean, I agree, hundred percent. Let's go for it. It's going to be a great, it's going to be a great season. Um, you know, and let's let's get down there and enjoy it. Really, one hundred
0: percent. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Aren't you, Jim?
2: I am, and I think we've got some good players. I really do. Um Agree. agree. And you know, it's gonna be, it, it's gonna be in honor of John Berrelson, obviously. So yeah. I, I think there's gonna be plenty of motivation. It's gonna be a very emotional first home match. Me and my boy the are gonna Bristol try. Game will be. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna yeah. try and get to Middlesbrough. Um, he's desperate to go to the riverside, and uh, yeah, you know if my. um... If yeah. if my if my nearly sixty year old frame can manage it, I'll take him up there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the driving and all that, it kills you, mate, doesn't it? It's a
0: murderous drive up there and it's it's a very, very expensive return rail trip. So um good luck if you if you do take it on, mate. Um yeah, yeah no, I'm looking forward to the season. Um it's nice to have the football back. Uh we've been for a the mere of a of a close season, especially recently. And it's nice mm. to get back into the game. I've been a bit flippant about the match today. It is only a, a workout, and that's um, you know we come out on the winning side of our workout. And that's all you can really ask for. John Rankin, big thank you for joining me, mate. Appreciate it.
2: No, my my pleasure, and uh, all the best, Nick, for you know for the new season. All the best, listeners. You know, um, absolutely. Going we're gonna we're gonna do it.
0: One hundred percent, um I don't know when I'll be back next listeners, um probably ahead of the middlesbrough game. I can't see me I can't make the full tune of this full game, and I can't see I might might watch the show one I think they'll do a stream of it they're not doing anything for something I can't get over the sun, so uh, we might get another showing before the start of the season, but uh, until the next edition of Akdung Mill, thank you for listening. Ava Dushi Wall. bye for now.
1: Hi Nick, Matt Webb here, coming back from the pre-season game against Gillingham. Well, I don't know about you or any other listeners, but I'm glad we're back watching football. Personally, I hate the mid-May, June and half of July period when there's nothing going on. So glad to see Millwall back out on the pitch. Um, But today's game, it was a run out. It was good for the boys. Good for them to uh, get some minutes under their belt. Um, if I break it down The first half Players that stood out for me 100% was SA He was controlling that midfield Like no tomorrow He was For me He was excellent And You could just see The boys got talent And You know I, I really hope We see a lot more of him um, Playing This season Because He has got something there uh, other mentions, I thought Bradshaw done his usual Bradshaw self, worked himself well to the ground. Watmore did well, got the, I think he got the penalty, and it was a stonewall penalty as well from where I was seeing it. And obviously Nesbitt to put the goal away, which is very positive. Look at the other end of the pitch. I thought Alex Mitchell, I don't know what he's had in his breakfast, but God, he looks like an absolute unit. And I think we'll see a lot more of him this season, which is also very promising and good to see Barton goal. And I think that must have pleased a, a fair few Mill fans seeing him between the sticks. Second half. OK, um, you know, as I said, it's a pre-season friendly, so you should really take things with a pinch of salt. But some more positives out there in the second half. Obviously seeing Fleming out there. Um, Imaku. I thought, done really well um, and took his goal really well as well in the second half. Um uh the, the two youngsters, Malachi and Okoye at the back. I think it'll be good for them to get out on loan to maybe like League Two level. That'll be really good to see them go out on loan. Cause you can see there's something about them, a few mistakes, but they're kids and you know they've got to learn from those mistakes. So but if you can throw them out on loan this season, I think they will um they will thrive one hundred percent. Oh, Renault, good crowd. Good uh, 2,000 mil there, singing loud, sing proud. Um, fair play to both sets of managers, and both clubs really, with the uh, reef that um, was presented at the beginning of the game. But um, all in all, yeah, good workout for the boys. And let's roll on to the next game. Come on, you Lions. Afton. Noir.